live from the apartment that I can barely afford. This is Quarter Life Crisising. I'm your host, Kate, and today's episode is my 2023 Coachella recap episode. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I have tried filming this episode, God, I don't even know how many times now, Um, and yesterday my voice was completely shot. It's at least a little bit better today. Yesterday it was absolutely horrendous, and I was obviously struggling, trying trying to speak, which... That's a problem for me because do I do I love to talk? Yeah, of course I do, girl. So being in pain trying to talk, mm, not the vibe, of course. So we are going to get right into it. But first, I'm not sure if there's going to be an ad on this podcast or not. I had to record an ad as I have now become an ad ambassador Uh, So I recorded an ad for Spotify for podcasters. So if you guys hear that, it is, I'm intrigued to see how that works or if it pops up in the podcast at the beginning or the end, I have no clue. But, um, you know, trying to get my bag as I am uh, severely unemployed. Um, So if anybody has uh, any more advice on side hustles or um, actual career, more actual career moves, um, yeah, always my DMs are open. Let me know. <laughs> so anyway, um, now to the topic at hand, Coachella. We left San Diego at like, I want to say like three or four in the morning. There were three cars of us driving from San Diego to Palm Springs, where we were meeting at a grocery store uh, called Ralph's to get these pink balloons to put them on our car so the people at the security line for the car camping would know that we all need to be in a line together and so they could tell that like we were all a group so Kayla had car paint and drew on the back of our cars like um that to to signify that like we were all together and then we got pink balloons from the grocery store and put them on and the grocery store it was fun because you know, I got to meet so many people. I mean, obviously I met the people from San Diego when we were at Kayla's apartment, but meeting all the other people from uh, the other parts of California was very cool too, because going into it, I only knew uh, Kayla and then my friend Delaney who wasn't coming until Saturday. So I was really going into it, you know, only knowing, um, only knowing Kayla. So meeting everybody was really cool. Everybody was very nice and very welcoming and very kind. I think I was really nervous that everyone was going to be like mean and standoffish because, you know, when, when you meet other people's friends, there's always that, that thought like, oh, like, you know, is, is, are the, the groups going to get along, you know, when you mesh different groups of people, like classic birthday parties, you know, when you invite all your different groups of friends or like different groups of people and you're like, are, you know, my friends from home going to get along with my friends from school? Like, you know, we're going to see how this collab is going to work. And I think this was the collab of the century. Like everyone was so cool. I mean, everyone kind of had to like get along because we were going to be in this giant massive campsite together and around each other for like four or five days. So I think it was very good that everyone was, was very nice and very welcoming. I, I really enjoyed everybody there. So we leave the Ralph's parking lot and we start our caravan of cars heading to the Coachella grounds, uh, where we had to go to the car camping lines these lines were massive. There was probably like 
eight or nine rows of cars with probably like 40 plus cars in each lane I could also be dramatic but no there was there was so many I mean we waited in line we got there at 8 a.m and then we got through the line into the waiting area at around 10 I want to say I think we were in line for like, like a little over two hours so we get to the waiting area and the waiting area is where all the cars can stay in, you know, they're, they're, so they can regroup because we were all in different lines. So we're in the car waiting area, waiting for all the other cars to regroup. Everybody's just kind of like, you know, ready to, ready to get, get started and get situated. Finally, all the cars get, get together. Uh, this time it was probably like 10, 30, 11, I want to say, um, And we finally head to our spot and we lucked out. Our spot was the second row from the front. We were the second row from the entrance um, of the festival. Second or third. Um, But we were so close. Like very, very, very close. So it was going to be very minimal walking to like go in and out of the festival, which was really, really, really good. Sorry for the pause there. I'm yawning my... literally exhausted um but we finally get our campsite all situated and organized and what we did was we had five cars going like with their like trunks to the back and then the other five cars with their trunks to the back so it was like the trunks were all like we were like a little wall almost I I don't know if I'm like explaining that properly but everyone had a tent behind their trunk And then in the middle area, there was these easy ups and canopies. So it was all shaded and it was just one giant, big mega tent campsite thing. So finally, once everybody was situated and ready, the drinks were opened, the fun began, everybody was just having such a great time, people Um, we're doing handstands and cartwheels we were playing games like the energy just was so high so quickly like that day zero was so so fun because it was like it was all new people for me too and like everyone was just so cool like getting to hang out with everyone and just being in this environment where I was like oh my god like Coachella literally starts tomorrow like it literally starts tomorrow like I was so excited like even just talking about it I'm literally smiling because I'm thinking about it and I was so excited to be there I was so happy then that night I'm trying to think oh we okay so okay also my friend Kayla she blew up on TikTok like blew up she was recording like everything from the weekend and the first day was like when everything like really started like blowing up and she she literally like I was I just got off the phone with her earlier and she had an interview with Teen Vogue Teen Vogue girl it's so insane because me and Kayla like we manifested this like I have to find the messages on my iPad because I deleted like all my messages on my phone um but we literally were like we are going to like, we're blowing up at Coachella. Like we are going to be TikTok famous. Like this is going to happen. Like we're going to become influencers. We're going to quit our jobs. Um, that was pre me losing my job. Um, but like, we were like something big and something really good is like coming out of Coachella. Like I knew, like I knew because I just knew, I kept saying to everyone, I was like, I'm feeling such good energy about Coachella. Like I know something really good is going to happen. Like literally Kayla exploded on TikTok. Like absolutely insane just talking about like the 
um, how car camping was like and how, you know, we're de- we were de-influencing Coachella because Coachella, like the influencers are such a minority. Like I didn't see a, I saw, I think one influencer when I was actually in the festival grounds, but I, I'll get into that in the story. I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but yeah, we, me and her were like, you know, I, none of my TikToks were posting. So I gave up. I was like, I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing it. Because just the service there was so butt and ass. Like, it was literally so terrible trying to upload anything, trying to text people, trying to call people. Like, I felt so bad. Like, my parents, I was like, they're like, send pictures. I'm like, a picture will not send. A text message can barely send. My phone calls are not, are dropping. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. I, you, I will talk to you in like four days. Uh, so that was a little bit unfortunate because I really wanted to post stuff because I had like people texting me from home and texting me like saying, oh, like we want to see more, like post more, like post more, like we want to see like what you're doing. And I was like, oh my God, like I want to show what I'm doing, but I'm like, I literally can't get my phone to work. So I was getting so frustrated, but it forced me to live in the moment, which I think like made it so much better. Um, but that first night we, me, Kayla and her boyfriend, Jack tried running to catch the end of the sunset because they on day zero, everyone goes to these hills where Kanye did his Sunday service, uh, which is in like the polo grounds and the, the campsite. And you watch the sunset go down and everybody's clapping and cheering. Um, but unfortunately, we were just like a little bit late and we, I mean, we missed it, but I mean, it was fine. It was fun running to it and trying. Then we got some dinner which I just had a grilled cheese and a pataya smoothie which the pataya smoothie was bomb the grilled cheese was um uh questionable but it was $13 for the grilled cheese and it was like $13 $14 for the smoothie um which that's like New York City prices like I don't know I was expecting like honestly I was expecting more uh the place next to me though for two tacos it was like $23 so I think I lucked out with the the grilled cheese that was essentially on stale bread and one slice of craft cheese but I mean that's I was I'm wasn't I was not complaining then at night the campsite has this um place where uh, it's like a dome kind of thing where they had a dj so we all were like let's go so um okay we probably were not like let's go like to the dome or or we were i don't really remember but we were like we're gonna go to this dome and um you know dance and have fun and that's what we did and then we walked we left the campsite or we left the dome and came back and just hung out and I was hanging out with um everyone just sitting at the campsite and it was Kayla's friend Ike's birthday at midnight so he really wanted everybody to go back to the dome to be with him there on his birthday and we were all like no like uh you know it's we want to get sleep for like the you know the the get ready for the first day and it took like very minimal convincing and we all went back to the dome (laughs) to celebrate Ike's birthday which was nice he had a little like sash on that said it was his birthday and we stayed there for a while and I eventually like had to tap out because I was like there's no way I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to get up tomorrow And so I go back, I go to sleep in my tent and it was so cold, like so awfully freezing because I was stupid and I went to sleep in shorts, which that should have been, that was my mistake. I went to sleep in shorts and I woke up the next morning and I was in, I was shivering. I was in, I was 
fully, I had full chills because it was so cold and I just couldn't, I like, it was struggling to sleep. Um, the sleeping just was not slay. I was so, I was on my little twin air mattress on my One Direction sheets and two throw blankets and I was, I was freezing. And in my tent, I was with, so Delaney was going to be staying in my tent on Saturday when she came, but I, um, whatchamacallit, I was in my tent with my twin air mattress and the other twin air mattress next to me. One of Kayla's other friends, Garrett, slept in his little sleeping bag on the twin air mattress because I did not want to be in the tent by myself. I don't know. I was just convinced that like if I was the only person that was by myself in a tent that like someone would seek out my tent from the campsite and kidnap me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I made Kayla's friend sleep in the tent on the other air mattress and I was so cold. I actually can't even like thinking about it. Oh my God. Like the shivers that I had the next morning, it was like, I couldn't do anything because also, okay. So my stuff was all in um, Michael and Devin's car. And Michael, so Michael and Devin are friends with Delaney from home and they came um, to Coachella with us as well. So they also didn't really know everyone in the group, which was nice because like I got to hang, I was like hanging out with them a lot too. Um, and I put my suitcase in the back of their car and, uh, you know, when they weren't by their car. The, like the car was locked. Like I didn't, I wasn't able to just like go and get my stuff and I didn't want to bother them because they were sleeping in their car and I didn't want to like get my sweatpants out in the morning. So I was just like, you know, if I got, it's fine. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, it was, it was freezing. I think that's something I definitely underestimated. Um, <clears throat> sorry. But then the next morning I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, we're all talking about like, you know, how was everyone sleeping? And I was like, oh my God, I was literally freezing. Of course, Kayla's friend Garrett was like, oh, it's so nice and warm in my sleeping bag. And that's one thing I should have brought a sleeping bag. So I could have done like what he did and like cocoon myself in it. Um, but noted for next year, um, I'm going to be taking, taking more precautions. Um, anyway, then we all went to the showers and so at Coachella, there is the communal showers and then there are the super duper showers, which is super duper showers. You can pay $10 and they're supposed to be like nicer. Um, girl, those shits. Oh. Um, I had four drops of water, four drops of water. I spent $10 on literally four drops of water. I get into it. I turn it all the way up and I was like, uh, this is a leaky faucet there's no water pressure. There's no shower. I'm like, what is this? And yeah, so I was like cupping my hands and like trying to like scoop the water onto my body. And I was like, please like get the dust off because that's the other thing, y'all. The dust, the cold, the dust, the showers, girl, the dust was the worst. You, and I, I don't know what it was, but the first day it was so dusty. Like day zero was so dusty. Everything had a thick layer of dust on it. Like our Hawaiian rolls, the plastic covering of the Hawaiian rolls, dust so bad. It was terrible. So being in the shower, I was like, oh my God, like this just has to clean me. Like I'm like, I need to just scrub my body. I couldn't wash my hair because there was not enough water pressure. I'm like the shampoo is not going to come out of my head. So after the shower, I was like, okay, like at least I like got the dust off. Like it's fine. It's whatever. Um, we, I don't remember if I got, 
a smoothie again. I don't think I did. I don't honestly don't remember. But we went back to the campsite and we ate breakfast. And by breakfast, I mean like Rice Krispie treats and Sun Chips. That's basically what I lived off of all weekend was rainbow Rice Krispie treats and Sun Chips. Yeah. And like a Pop-Tart. <laughs> that was like my, my diet for the weekend. But so we go back and we were like, let's, it's for the first day. Like I was so excited. I just kept saying like, oh my God, it's the first day. Like, oh my God, like I'm going to see Bad Bunny later. Like, oh my God, like this is so insane. Like I'm so excited. We start getting ready and everybody got ready like outside of the tents because you couldn't, you, everyone was only in the tent, like their individual tent to sleep. Like that was the only time like people really were in their tent was like to sleep. And everybody got ready like in the main area where like there was like the pong tables and stuff. Everybody used, all the girls used that as like vanities. So we got ready. Um, and let me just say getting ready in the heat is so tricky because it's like you're dripping in sweat and you're trying to apply your makeup, but like you're sweating. And I had my little $5 fan from Target, which like honestly saved my life. I don't know what I would have done without that fan because it just blowed on me like the entire time I was like doing my makeup or really doing anything because I would bring it into the festival too. But we got ready. The vibes were high. Um, picking out an outfit was kind of tricky because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to wear on the first day. Like I had my outfits picked, but then it was just so hot that I was like, I'm just like sticky. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't really want to do the whole outfit thing. Um, but the other thing was like changing was kind of odd. There was one, one girl brought a changing tent, but I only used that like one time I would just change behind the, like this one, like little tarp area and where my luggage was in Michael and Devin's car. So yeah, the changing was, was interesting. And I'm, I'm not like a high maintenance person, but I think like this, the camping kind of made me realize like maybe I am, like maybe I like electricity, um, and like being able to like change in a bathroom. I don't know. Like, I don't like, I don't want to change in front of 25 people, but yeah. So we put on our outfits, everyone started drinking. We filled up our camelbacks with, um, water. And then we started our day one, our first day we go in and we see Dom Bresky. Uh, I believe he's a DJ. He was good. Um, afterwards was blink 82, which I was with the whole group and Kayla and Jack had kind of gone all the way up to the front. They were real. And the rest of the people in my group were like, we want to go see Kate Trinata. So I was like, well, I don't, want to I want to see Blink-182 like I want to find Kayla and Jack so my group left and I like weaseled my way up to the very front which if you look up videos from Blink-182 it was like the, the crowd was insane there were so many people it was literally pouring out of the sides of like where the stage was and I somehow managed to get all the way up to the front that I was barricaded like I was on the rail for um Blink-182 with Kayla and Jack, which was so cool. Kayla was on Jack's shoulders. Um, we were all just vibing. It was so fun. I saw Kourtney Kardashian on stage in Alabama and Landon Barker. And I was like literally searching for Charlie D'Amelio, <laughs> um, which the, was so cool. Afterwards, um, after Blink-182, we went over to Blondie, which I we only stayed for a little bit. And Blondie... Um, she's uh, it's an artist from like the 80s if you're like not familiar um and then after we went to 
gorillas, I want to say. Yeah, we saw gorillas. And after gorillas, we went back to the campsite. And I knew Kayla, like, didn't, like, wasn't going to go to Bad Bunny or, like, didn't really, like, want to, like, stay late for Bad Bunny. So I had to, like, find my friend Alma because I knew Alma was going to go hard for Bad Bunny. So I went into the festival and found Alma and Alma was with all the rest of the guys from the group. Um, and we all went in and saw Metro Boomin, which Metro Boomin was so good. Uh, he brought out future. He brought out Don Tolliver. He brought out 21 Savage and he brought out the weekend. And I later found out that John legend was on the piano, which I didn't even realize. And there the set was really good i mean seeing the weekend was so sick because like obviously like he wasn't on the lineup so i was like there was like a surprise and i i really liked the weekend so like i was so excited to see him um and after that we all me alma almost two friends and then the guys that we were all with all in a massive herd just like went to bad bunny and bad bunny was so good i was so excited to see him um but he brought out Post Malone and when he brought out Post Malone there was like audio error glitching and like it was very awkward like I had such bad secondhand embarrassment like my skin was itching because I felt so bad like the whole situation was just so awkward and it was like quiet and then like the crowd was trying to sing but like we were so far in the back that like it didn't sound like anyone was singing so I was like getting embarrassed like I was getting like so stressed out for him and then they cut like like Postman and like left the stage, which I was so sad because I love Posty. Like I was so upset that like it got cut short and there was all these stupid issues. And uh, oh, just thinking about it, like I'm like getting secondhand embarrassment again. Like I felt so terrible. And then Bad Bunny came out onto a closer stage, and me and Alma and her two friends were like, "Oh my god, we have to get up there!" So we ditched all the guys and we sprinted up to the front, and we got pretty close to him which I was like oh my god I was so hype which was super cool and after that we went to the campsite and we tapped out for the day we went to sleep I don't think we went back so they had silent disco at the dome thing every night and I don't think I ever went I only went the first night um when it was Ike's birthday on day zero I don't think I went back a second time but so, um, day two began and day two was the day that Delaney was coming, which I was so excited to see Delaney. She flew in from, she flew into Palm Springs and she came to the festival by Uber and then walked to our campsite and just seeing her, like, I was so excited to see her. I was so happy that she was here, um, because she, was coming for mainly Frank on Sunday. So she also, um, she didn't come on Friday. So she came on Saturday and Frank was performing on Sunday. So Saturday we get started, we get ready for the day. Um, we shower at the damn showers again. And this time, luckily the water pressure was so much better. I was so happy that it was, better than the first time we found a new a new shower area um and these showers were definitely a lot better than what they were before um 
Let me see. I'm like looking at the pictures too, so I can like remember. Okay. This is how my brain, like I, my brain just like doesn't work. Like I have to like literally see, I have to like see the images to like be refreshed on like what happened. Cause I feel like so much happened this weekend. All right. So we go into the festival and we first see Flo Millie, which she was really good. Her performance was so lit. It was very fun. I enjoyed it. And then after, after Flo Millie, we saw Charlie XCX, which Charlie XCX, I was like actually levitating. I was ascending astral planes. I was so excited to see her. Um, and her performance was so good. She brought out Troy Sivan, which they performed their song 1999, which I love. Um, she killed it. She slayed me and Delaney were living for it. Um, and then me and Delaney took pictures at the, like all, like some of the different like art installations and stuff that they had. And we were with, uh, Delaney's two friends, Michael and Devin. And after that, we walked back to the campsite and we reconnected with Kayla. And then the three of us went up to the Sunset Hills and we took some pictures there, um, and hang hung out, ate some dinner, relaxed a little bit, and then got ready to go back in because we were going in to see Bakar who sings Helen back, which was literally like our anthem for the weekend. Um, that song is so good. It is literally just pure serotonin. Um, we saw Bacar in this like really kind of intimate, small, um, stage that was like indoors, which I was living for because it was so hot all the time that like being inside was like very nice. And we were like right up close to the stage. We saw him, which was kind of insane being like that. It's, it's really cool being like that close to an artist because it's like, you're like, whoa, like they're actually real. Like It's so cool. So we saw him and Vicar was really, really good. Afterwards we went to, so Odessa was like a surprise DJ guest and they were, um, in the do lab, which is one of the stages and we went there for like two songs and we were like, we're going to Labyrinth because this was when our group was going to split up. Our group was either going to go to Labyrinth, um, Labyrinth or Eric Prides. I think that's his name. Eric Prides, I think. Um, he has really, those really, really cool visuals. I don't really like know a lot of his music. I just have seen the visuals like on TikTok. But so we see Odessa and the people that already like, went to Eric Pride's like had already gone to him so we were at Odessa and then we were like we're going to Labyrinth after and then Calvin Harris so Odessa we stay for like 2.5 seconds and then we leave to go to Labyrinth and as I'm walking out I see this TikToker that I love her name's Brittany Xavier on on TikTok and she has um, a daughter and a baby named Poppy and her husband and I see her her husband and her daughter and I literally like had to turn around and say something to her because I've watched her content since like 2020 and I was like oh my god like I'm I'm sorry I was like I'm so sorry to bother you but I really love your TikToks like you are such a beautiful family and like I want the bet I hope the oh, for the bet like I was just saying like all this stuff or whatever. And they're like, Oh my God, like, thank you so much. Like, thank you. I'm like, you are all so beautiful and your baby. I'm like, Oh my God. And they're like, thank you. Thank you. And I was like, you're welcome. Like, have a good night. And I turn around and my group is gone. So I'm lost <laughs> all because I had to stop and talk to a TikToker. Like, girl, come on. 
So I was like, great, I'm panicked. I, my phone has 8%. I'm like, this is just really not good. I'm about to see Labyrinth, who was my favorite performer that I was like most excited to see. Like, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And then finally, like, I'm like looking and looking. I'm trying to call everyone. No one's answering. And then I see Kayla's boyfriend, who's also lost. And I was like, oh my God, Jack. And he was like, oh my gosh, Kate. I'm like, okay, we have to find everyone. We're trying to call everyone. No one's answering. The service isn't working. I'm like, what do we do? Like, I'm freaking out. And we just know that, like, we're all going to Calvin Harris, like, after Labyrinth at, like, a certain time. So, we're like, okay, we're going to, like, try to meet them all there. Like, maybe there'll be better service there anyway. So, we go into Labyrinth and I literally have, like, a spiritual awakening. I'm, like, standing there listening to the music, like, legit crying. Like, I was literally crying when Labyrinth played, when I RIP. All the songs from Euphoria, I was legit sobbing because if you know you know like I was obsessed with euphoria like an unhealthy obsession where I would play the songs from the euphoria soundtrack for every pregame every postgame every drive every run anything I ever did I was listening to the euphoria soundtrack for like two three years straight like fully 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 obsessed so seeing him perform all those songs live like I was so I was losing my mind. Like, I was so, 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 so happy. So, it comes the time that we're supposed to leave, and Jack's like, you know, like, do you want to, like, should we go now? And I was like, oh, like, do you think, like, could we do, like, could we stay, like, one more song, and then we'll go, like, go find them? And uh, we stay for the one song, and the one song was when he brought out Billy. So, I was like, thank God, like, we stayed because if we didn't stay, we would not have seen Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Oh my God, dude. I was freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh. Also like it was so crazy. Like when she came out, like everybody started like everyone's phones instantly went up. Like everyone started moving. Like I look at Jack and me and him literally just go like we just start weaseling our way like into the front. But, I mean, also, I was, like, kind of, like, a little bit sad, too, that, like, Delaney and Kayla, like, weren't with me for Labyrinth because, like, I know that they also like Labyrinth as well. And I, especially, like, Delaney, too, where I, like, forced her to listen to, like, all the songs that when we lived together at our house at school. But I was really sad that they, you know, weren't there with me, but I... At least I had someone like I had uh, Jack with me who was literally like a father. He would literally it, it was giving like father taking his daughter to like Taylor Swift vibes. Like it was very nice that at least I had somebody there and I wasn't completely by myself because like I only had 8% left on my phone. I would have been fucked. Like absolutely. Sorry. Sorry for the the cursing. But I would have been absolutely F-U-C-K'd um, because my phone after Labyrinth died. So I, I yeah, it would have been very, very bad. But anyway, we, we get on Labyrinth. We walk out. He's like, are you sure? Like, you're good to go. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. We saw, we saw Billy. Like we saw the songs I wanted, um, because he ended on the, um, I think it was, I'm so tired, um, which is, or I'm tired, the, the one with Zendaya. And I thought Zendaya was going to come out, but once her verse started and like he started singing, I was like, yeah, Jack, it's okay. We can go now. But it was very nice. So he was like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, yeah. Like we can go now. Um, cause he wanted to make sure I saw the songs that I wanted, which I appreciated. So we leave and thank God Jack has charge on his phone. Cause he's trying to call Kayla and no one's answering. Like literally nobody is answering their phone. So I'm freaking out again and we can't find them because 
they had already gone like up they had already moved to like a different spot for like calvin harris because we walked around like the pink balls that they were like oh we're gonna be at the pink balls no one was at the pink balls we're calling everyone we're calling everyone finally um somebody answers the phone and they give it to kayla and kayla's on the phone with jack and she's trying to give jack like coordinates of like where she is i'm like wandering like looking i'm like okay like they're they're saying like blue strobe light i'm like what the I'm like, where's a blue strobe light? I'm like, I don't see any blue strobe lights. And then they were like, oh, like someone, so like there was someone had like a glow stick or something. And she was like, oh, like we're by like the glow stick. And all of a sudden we just see a glow stick go up like, like literally miles away. And we sprint through the crowd. I'm like holding on to Jack's backpack. He's leading the way. We're going through, dodging through people. We're literally sprinting up to the front. And we finally find them the second Calvin Harris starts. So that was absolutely insane and we're all reunited the entire group which that's really hard to do to have like that many people like being able to coordinate that many people so everyone is there we're all freaking out i'm going insane calvin harris was absolutely crazy this was when i lost my voice my feet were like completely numb and it was absolutely insane so that was day two and then day three was when shit just hit the fan like it was so hot on day three that I was freaking out because also I had like drank a Red Bull like later at night on Saturday so like I couldn't really sleep that well so on Sunday I was miserable like I was not well Delaney slept fine in the tent I could not sleep I stayed up all night because I was just thinking about like labyrinth and Billy Island <laughs> and finally I had service on my phone so I was like able to like look on Instagram look on TikTok and stuff like I don't know how like my service finally started working and I could not sleep for the life of me but the next morning I was like I'm not well like I was just not doing good like I had such bad anxiety because I couldn't sleep it was really hot there were so many people like I was just like I had I had reached like my breaking point and I go like me and Kayla go and take a shower and I'm like okay like I'm feeling good like I'm feeling fine like I'm just you know whatever we go and buy our merch me Kayla Delaney we go get our merch we go get pizza and a drink and like a Coca-Cola and I'm drinking water and we are walking back to the campsite and I'm like, if I don't go to sleep right now, like I'm not going to be okay. Like I'm not feeling good. I feel like really delirious. Like I felt so anxious. It felt like the world was literally like caving in on me. Like I was like, this is just not going to be good. So we go back to the campsite. It's so hot. I lay out in the area that's all open I put an eye mask on I have like my neck pillow from the plane my <clears throat> I have these cooling patches on my head from Amazon like I I was like okay I'm I'm gonna freak out I'm kind of like going in and out of sleep but like it's not really like I'm falling asleep because I'm like panicked because there's so many people just around me there's like nothing I could do to like cool myself down I start actually kind of panicking I'm like gasping for air I'm like crying I'm like in my shirt sobbing because I don't want people to see me it was just really not good like that 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 day it was just bad because then I was like 
I need to find somewhere where I can just be alone. And I wanted to like call my mom, I, like go walk up to like the sunset hills. There's people on the hills. I'm like, if even if I go and take a shower, like there's people in the trailers, like there's just nowhere I could go to like be by myself. And I finally found like a, like a lunch, like a picnic table that was kind of like a little pushed off to the corner that I sat and like called my mom. And I was like, I'm like, just not doing well <laughs> because it was also, I was just so tired. Like the, it takes a lot out of you. Like I was just so drained from just everything. Um, and really I was only getting like every night I was probably, I was getting like not that much sleep. I would go to bed. Usually I would go, I, I was going to bed at like one or two in the morning and then we were getting up at like six, like not a lot of sleep and like tossing in and out of the sleep from being cold or just being uncomfortable. Like the last day was like when, when shit really hit me. Um, and the last day was Frank Ocean, who we were, that was the sole purpose we were there. It was because he was rumored to perform and we bought the presale tickets and we were like, we were going for Frank. So we literally only saw Frank that day. Like me and Delaney were like, we are seeing Frank. Um, I, I feel bad because like, I think if I had been in a better headspace, like I would have been willing to go into the festival earlier. Um, but we all didn't go into the festival until later. And then when we were in the festival too, like, so also that day, Kayla was having a lot of anxiety as well. Like everyone was just like, kind of the energy was very off, um, that day, which was, I felt so bad because you know, it was only Delaney's second day and this was, you know, her most anticipated day because it was Frank. So I was like really trying to like put on a good face, like, and not be anxious. But, and then I was feeling guilty about like feeling anxious. Like it was just like a whole thing, but we're finally in the festival and we get lunch and this pad thai was probably like the savior of the day. It was so good. It was so yummy and so tasty. So we eat that and then we went back to the campsite to grab a few things and um, take Kayla's boots back because she wore like heels. And then um, Kayla saw Ray Shremmerd while we were gone and we came back and we they were staying. Kayla and Jack were going to see Dominic Fike and then me and Delaney were going to set up camp for Frank. <sighs> We go over to the area and this woman named Bjork was performing. I apologize if anybody likes this woman, but I, she's on my shit list. That was the scariest music I've ever heard. I don't know. Like it was just so insanely unsettling. And I was already so anxious that I was like, I can't do this. Like me and Delaney get into the crowd and we kind of like start getting closer and closer up. This woman, her music and what she was wearing, she was wearing like pins and needles like all over her body and they were so long and it was just so nightmare inducing. And her music was like playing, there was an orchestra in the background and it was like Icelandic and it was this whole thing and I was like, I'm freaked out, I'm so scared. And I look at Delaney and I was like, I, I, I can't do this. I'm like, we have to like get away from this crowd because like also I was just thinking, I was like, there's not a good exit place. Like I was just like freaking myself out so bad that we were like, I, we have to, we have to go somewhere else. Like this is just not going to be good. So we leave and we go to the other side and we get up to a barricade, which was the barricade for the artist pass, which artist pass people are people who get invited by brands or the artist. 
um, themselves. So I was like, oh my God, like we're going to be some, we're going to see some famous people. Like, this is so cool. And we're standing by the barricade and we're talking to all the girls that are sitting around us, which was really cool. Like everybody was very, very nice. Um, and we're chatting it up about, um, Frank and just other parts of Coachella and the concerts and et cetera. And we're standing by the barricade for a while. And I saw Phoebe Bridgers, which I was so pumped about because I love Phoebe Bridgers and I'm going to be seeing her when she's opening for Taylor Swift, um, on May, th- May 13th in Philly. So I was like, Oh my God, Phoebe, like seeing her, I was like, this is so cool. Um, we saw Indie Blue, who is the lonely ghost girl. Um, we see her and her, her squad. Then we, we're sitting there for a while and people kind of start pushing a little and they're like we're just trying to get to the front and we're like we're at the front like there's a barricade here and they're like oh we didn't see it and instantly in that moment I was like this is not going to be good I'm like because people are going to push and they're not going to see a barricade and the the crowd in front of the barricade is already filled up too so it's very deceiving like you can't see the barricade so these other two girls leave and they're like our anxiety can't do it like we we, we're gonna we, we can't and I look at Delaney and Delaney looks at me and Delaney was like, I, Kate, like, I don't think we should stay here. Like, and then she was starting to get anxious and I was like, okay, like Delaney, like we can go wherever you want, like wherever you need to go. Like we will go. Like if you're not comfortable here, like we can, we can go somewhere else. Like that's totally fine. So we, we say goodbye to the people that we're standing with and we, we go farther back. Um, and we find a spot where we're sitting and it says that he's supposed to be on at 10 Oh five. So 10 Oh five comes around. Hmm. Okay. So I think the, <laughs> the episode literally cut me off. Sorry about that guys. Um, but I was saying how me and Delaney were still waiting for Frank. It had been 15 minutes and he still wasn't coming out. So we were like, um, okay, what's going on? What's happening? And it starts to get a little bit longer and now it's 30 minutes and we are like, okay, like let's move farther back. Cause this is going to get bad because earlier in the day I was talking to a guy at one of the phone charging stations. Oh yeah. Because there's no outlets at the campsite. So you have to like go walk a mile to these charging sites to charge your phone or use a straightener or a curling iron or whatever. So I was talking to this guy and he was saying that he was talking to security and the people from security were saying that they're on high alert uh, because of the possibility of him flaking, right? So I told everyone that earlier in the day and I think that made everyone, I think that made us more anxious when we were sitting in the crowd because we were like, this could get bad quick, right? Because, you know, people are freaking out. They're pushing one way, they're pushing another. There's massive amounts of people. So we were like, uh, let's move farther back. So we moved pretty far back and, you know, we're like, this is, this is okay for now. Like we're fine. Um, sorry, I'm yawning again. My apologies. Um, it gets to about an hour and a little bit before the hour, I was like, you know, what if we just call Taylor up, you know, like the audio and I'm like DMing him on Instagram as if he would look on Instagram and see my DMs. I don't know. But I was like, get your ass out here now. And it was actually hilarious because five minutes later, um, Nova Kane starts playing and he's, 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 he's begins. Um, but it was like a rendition of Nova Kane, which, okay. 
So, my thoughts. I think watching it, I was, like, trying to, like, understand the, like, artistic direction. Because I was like, this is interesting. I was like, this is very avant-garde. We're in, like, a studio. um, But he's, like, kind of pushed back so no one can really see him in the crowd. Um, This is interesting. We start moving closer up, closer up. He, you know, he performs. I, you know, there was people that were like, oh, he's lip syncing, lip syncing. Like, this is just a listening party. He sang Godspeed. He sang White Ferrari. Like, he gave a really, really emotional talk about why Coachella is important to him because him and his brother would go to Coachella. And he was saying how he was like, you know, I would hate going. Like, I never wanted to go because of the dust. <laughs> um, but I would always go. And it was very emotional. I, you know, everybody was... Um, I was. I cried during it because it was like, damn, like, that's so sad. And he, you know, he performed, he sang. But he talked about also later, he was talking about how during the pandemic he kind of got into like the DJ scene and like small DJs and stuff like that, like kind of getting into like that type of music. And then he brought a DJ out. It was this girl. I don't remember what her name was. And it kind of turned into like a rave Jersey club kind of sequence where he wasn't even on stage at the time. It was just this girl doing the DJ set um, of lost the song lost. And it's either lost or slide, one of those. Um, and then there was a security guard just twerking um, on the on the screen. So I was like, "What is go- What is happening?" I'm like, "This is so. Well, this is so all over the place." I was like, "This is so." I'm like, "Oh God!" Like Frank's mind, man. Like, like this is crazy. Because I was like, "I have no. I have no fucking clue what's happening." And then. Um, he, I, I mean, I enjoyed just seeing him. He kind of came out, um, I think it was during nights. I don't, or pink and white. I don't remember. I can't remember. Um, but he like kind of comes out to where, where the crowd is so we can finally see him. So I'm like, okay, so he is here because people were like, is he even here? Or is this like just a screen? Um, but so we see him and I was really happy because I just wanted Delaney to have like a good time too because she loves Frank Ocean so much that I was like, I, you know, I was like, this is so exciting that she's getting to see him because she's never seen him perform. So I was like, this is just really exciting. And I was like, I'm glad to be, you know, here for that. And then all of a sudden he's like, I was just told it's curfew. Good night. And that was that. And we were like, wait, what? He's done? What the heck? It was 1220. So me and Delaney run up to the front because we're like, there's no way he's done. And we're like pushing through people. We're like, we're going to get so close up. Like, this is going to be great. Like, he's going to come out again. And then the lights turn on. And they start deconstructing his stage. And we're like, wait. Wait, what the hell? I'm like, he's done? Wait, what? Like, we all were like, I'm confused. So I think it just... It, the performance honestly left me very confused. And then obviously like the next day we, you know, find out you know, there was tension and drama and ice skating rinks and him changing his mind last minute and all this, etc. Um, which 
very, very interesting. I mean, I, I can only speak from my experience of just being confused watching it and thinking, oh, maybe this is like, he's being like very like, you know, avant-garde and, you know, what's the deeper message here kind of thing. Um, and the deeper message was that he asked them to change the whole stage <laughs> an hour before. Um, and I didn't know that, I guess, he told them that he doesn't want to live stream his performance either. So that caused problems because fans at home were like, what the, f how are we not allowed to see Frank when there, there was a live stream for every single artist, for every single performance at Coachella? Um, so I think that was, people were a little, I mean, people were obviously upset about that. But I was just happy I got to see him and I got to say that, you know, I've, I've seen Frank Ocean. I, I, you know, I enjoyed being able to see him. And I mean, do I wish it was maybe different? I mean, maybe, yeah. But I saw what I saw. I got what I got kind of thing. You know, like I'm, I'm grateful that I got to be there. I'm grateful I got to go to Coachella itself. Like I'm grateful that, you know, Frank was the reason that we all went because I got to experience so many amazing artists that, you know, one, I wasn't a fan of that now I am and B, that I'm a huge fan of and now I'm an even bigger fan of. Um, so I think overall it was an incredible experience. I think the car camping is something I probably won't do again. I would need to be in an Airbnb or uh, doing glamping because girl, I don't think I can do that again just for my mental sanity. Um, but I think the experience overall was 10 out of 10. And it was probably one of the best weekends of my life. It took years off my life, but it also really fueled my soul. And it was very, very, very fun. And I think I definitely needed a weekend like this. Um, but it's unfortunate because now I am in a, in a spot where I'm like, well, what am I doing for the rest of my life kind of thing? You know what I mean? Um, but that, that'll be, that'll be something I figure out in due time. But for now, I'm just enjoying the post Coachella depression and just reliving every single video that I have taken. <laughs> um, but I hope you all enjoyed this episode and please stay tuned next week for more exciting episodes about <sighs> quarter life and our crisising, of course. <laughs> Alrighty. Love you all. Bye.